0: Your voice of the nation, Law Nation Sports, coming to you live from Law Nation Studios. Yes, let's get it. One way or another. Shout out to you and you and you as well. Without hesitations nor deviations to the matter, CD Lamb and Michael Parsons. Next level up plus more. Let's go. Come on. Yeah. Mama said there'll be days just like this. Shout out to you all for jumping in over there on the Boss Land Show. We were just live on that particular outlet. There will be some more and more videos throughout the day about that one. Five, four. Three, two, one. Come on. uh, love, baby, appreciate Uh, y'all. I know it's a late start. But shout out to each and every last one of you all for tuning in. The name is Law Nation. And be sure to hit the like button, share this content, let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and Beyond. I'm telling you guys that we got a lot of things that's that's brewing. And I'm I'm not I <laughs> I don't want to outspeak my wisdom teeth, but I'm gonna tell y'all, boy, it's good to know the reach of the nation you know there was a certain video that i posted earlier today and 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 the reach was like so vast that little old law nation reached out and it really touched the right people and they asked me with very very nicely Can I please do X, Y, and Z? So for those who can fill in the gap, you know, with those things, I I must say, I don't mind. But with that, it's going to come with a little, you know, uh, uh, it's going to come with a little thing that you got to do for me. You know, if I'm going to do this for you, you're going to have to do this for me. And lo and behold, then things were able to be met. You know, so, hey, we follow the 48 laws of power over here, and I'm going to tell you, that 48 law and a whole bunch of other laws that's within the law fit right on in with my ideal and my thoughts of everything, and that's how we move over here. So I really appreciate it. Nevertheless, let's talk about this. People do what they want to do. Write that down. People do what they want to do, and when you find out things that you want to do, and you do it the proper way and the best way, you make no excuses to that, right? You make no excuses for that. You figure out ways to say, hey, I want to better my best. I want to become the best person or the best version of myself, whether it is singing, dancing, rapping, or whether it is jumping, or whether it is swimming, whether it is being a professional teacher, a professional workout warrior, or whether it be just like my guy, Michael Parsons, all off season, he's been working on his craft. He's been getting the things out of the mud. He's been trying to build relationships, flying out to uh, New York one week, flying out to LA the next, coming all the way down to Austin to work out because why? He want to better his best. He want to be the great. He wants to see himself on the football Mount Rushmore, right? And the only way you can get that going in the proper way, if you put in the time. And if you want to do a certain thing, and you if you say, hey, I want it to be bad enough that I will go out there and work day and night for it, there's nothing that can get in the way. Let me repeat, there's nothing that can get in your way. So when I start looking back at everything and I'm starting to see even C.D. Lamb, he's been working all offseason to be better at his releases, at the top of his route. Oh, I need to get better in that. Working through the hands, right? Nose in the ball. He became and he's getting better at that. Oh, excuse me. I need to also let people know that when I run my routes, I can make a person disappear off the screen. You see what he did to 23? Yes, yes, Jay Jetta can't do that to him, you know what I'm saying? And watch what he do to 24 disappears from the screen because he's working on his crap. How can I get better? I love Bernie 24. That's what 88 said to him, right? Brad Berry, oh, yeah, he he looking scary for him, right? So it's how you can better your best. It's how you can look back and say, how can I become the next level? How can I be a better version of myself? Where do I need to go? And we are seeing that from these guys. And trust and believe The next level is right around the corner. Burnberry, appreciate you, I Rock. Yes, indeed. So when we start talking about the Dallas Cowboys heading into this 2023 season, yes, we can call it Tex Coast. You can call it variations of West Coast offense. Or if you really want to, you can literally say, hey, this is the same old offense. Just 30% will be changed, Law. That's what Schottenheimer said. 30% will be changed, not the full 100%. And we're going to take some of the great pieces that we had out of the offense, merge them with the other philosophies, and then we'll bring forth some good stuff, right? We'll bring forth some great stuff all together. CD did blank and ship dirty. <laughs> And <laughs> that Eagles game just from Zay to G. Appreciate you, dog. Appreciate you, fam, for tuning in. The name is Law Nation. Appreciate you guys. Can y'all do me a huge favor? Sharing is caring uh, before we get into these, these topics here. All right. So I was just live on my guy, Boss Cowboy Show. And, and Landlord, both of those guys putting in some great work. I missed the episode last night with the founder Word. We had some good things still uh, on that. And if you guys let me know if you watched it last night, great stuff all together collectively. And, and we're talking about a team that's advancing. We're talking about a team that's looking back at this. And we can literally say what Aisha said last night. Shout out to her. Wonderful job he's saying this team is different this team is different this team operating differently just a different vibe And, and sometimes ladies and gentlemen when you follow the Cowboys you know it when you're in love with something you know it right you know differences of the approach, and you can see it before it happened. And this is not us saying the same thing that we said in 2011, 12, maybe 13. That you, you may say to yourself, man, this team is different, right? And you still have the notion in your mind or the connotations of your thoughts and say, hey, man, this team will be the same old team regardless of the punics and the critics that say that we all know that this team is operating differently. We can see it on how they move and how we are even saying that even, even in my previous episode, Eric Scott Jr. And we was talking about how, you know, the Cowboys moved up to go pick him up. Right. And we was talking about how, The coaching staff and the people talking greatly about a player that didn't even play in a single game yet. And we always say not everyone is lying, right? There's truth in that, right? So when we hear news of even Eric Scott being a guy that's talked about in training camp, we're hearing news even from Gelkin and even from Brian Broaddus, even from uh, Clarence Hill, uh, even from the guys in, in the people, foot soldiers out there, Cal Human, and as well as Aisha saying that, hey, man, Jalen Tober though, <laughs> you know, he's stepping it up. Those things goes a long way, not a short way. And I can't wait to see it with our eyes too, but we can literally see that these guys are elevating their game just by picture alone. Jalen Tober is out there working with CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb is out there working with Jalen Tober. On top of that, you got Dak Prescott. Yes, Dak Prescott working with those boys, making sure that for the 2023 season, he get his name in the good graces again. John says, appreciate you for the 499. He says, law, who makes the bigger impact, Cooks on the offense or Gilly on the deep? Not just in the game, but teaching, mentoring, and other players. Ooh-wee, John. That's, that's a double-loaded question right there, you know, and I'm going to give you the best answer possible with that. But, man, you, you sniping over here, man. You You are on it 1,000%. He's sniping that one. All right. So let me say this. Can, can you settle with me? Can, can you meet me in the middle? Are you eligible to meet me in the middle with this, John? Because I, I must say equally. And here's my breakdown of this analysis right here with this reasoning here. Is that you, when you look at the defensive side of the corn? We still have collectively a very young team on the defense. Let me repeat since Por favor, you still have a collectively, you still have a young defense. Parsons is young, right? Diggs, super young. The Kelvin Joseph, young. Bland, young, right? Eric Scott junior young and when you have somebody with the kind of caliber of Gilly who been down there before who understand that hey in a dark alley you just can't walk out there or walk down there without weapons right you got to have your weapons on you just in case someone jump out in front you can either shank them with the knife or you can pull out your gun right you don't want to walk down that dark alley by yourself and Gilly will be able to teach those boys on how to be at certain spots and in certain techniques the right and proper way. So he's going to be very beneficial to that. It goes all the way back, and I'm going to use this as a reference, John. Uh, John. Even though they didn't win a Super Bowl. Even though it was in a different position. Emmett Smith when he got cut from the Cowboys or released from the Cowboys, picked up by the Cards. And his first year there, you know what happened? He's on the offensive side as a running back. And the other guy was on the offensive side. And and I'm going to have to piece together this uh, documentary so that you guys can understand. His name was Larry Fitzgerald two different positions, but they're on the same side of the ball. And he taught those boys on how to make sure that they are prepared and ready for the game. He taught them guys, Larry Fitz and Quan Bolden, all of those boys, he taught them on how to prepare them by their bodies, their mindset for the game and preparations. Now, Fitz probably would have been great regardless he probably would have been an elite wide receiver regardless. But what I can't take away is the wisdom and knowledge and understanding of the game that he poured upon or got poured upon from Emmett Smith, right? Those things go a long way, and we are hoping the same thing and the same measures, measurements of that from Gilly to either Parsons or to to, to even the Eric Scott guy, or to even Kelvin Joseph, or to Trayvon Diggs. All right, and and that's just how it goes. Now, as far as Brandon Cooks, the same thing by him preparing himself of having, what, 4,000, well, 1,000 yards for four years in a row, 4,000 yards in four years, or whatever the number is. None of those guys on the team – got those type of numbers. So he walk in the room standing at 5 foot 8, 5 foot 9 to 11 however tall he is, you know they give you a few inches in the National Football League and he step he step into that room, the tallest man in the room. Do anybody want to debate me on that, right? He's literally the tallest man in the room because of his ability. To, to tell people how to prepare themselves for the game and the kind of caliber of, woo it just hit me right here, even the kind of caliber of quarterbacks that he played with, that he can tell them, hey, Drew Brees was able to do it this way. Good old Tom Brady was able to do it that way. Yes, eh? So all of those things, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of the game can even help the quarterback. Zay says, uh, law... Last year, middle of the middle of our D line got pushed back so often and to think that we addressed that with our first round pick, this team is different. Sacrifice. He ain't lying. My girl Brandy follow up with you're speaking facts, Law. I tried. I try. Ooh, I try to speak those facts regardless. And facts is a two-way sword, right? And when you start to look at these things, ladies and gentlemen, here's what we got. What's good for the goose is also good for the gander. And... The players, and I'm not saying that there are players that's not doing the best possible way of focusing in and locking in on their craft, but there are guys that's not focusing and locking in on their craft, and they're going to have to do it, they're going to have to showcase it to the coaching staff into the room that they are re- really about their business. Watch out for Cropper. I'm telling you something special. This is for my guy, Tony Montana. Uh and, and Tony, uh, you know, I think the world of the uh, guys on the bottom end, I'm rooting for the underdog. But the reality of it is we got three solids, right? And two real strong suits. Two real strong ones. The three solids are Gallup, of course, there he's off his furniture. He's definitely not going anywhere. By the way, you know, uh, and you got to understand that Gallup, coming off of his injury last year, he was rushed out there. In my opinion, and and he's looking at this opportunity to showcase to the world, I'm him, right? I'm that dude that you see on that picture right there, third down machine, catching machine. That's me, and then of course you got my guy, uh, C.D. Lamb. He's a solid. You you can't get rid of him, right? He's a guy that you got to understand that that he's about to blow up even more. And then you got Brandon Cooks. So you got two other guys that's on this team that's going to get the first looks. And that is, for one, first and foremost, Jalen Tolbert and Simi Fihoko. Those are five guys that I just mentioned. So in order for Durden, Cropper, uh, who else uh, out there? Uh, uh, they they got T. Build, I think that's his nickname. Tyron Johnson, who else? I'm leaving out Dentario Drummond, Brandon Smith, all of those boys. I'm leaving out somebody else. Uh, Jalen Brooks or what have you. Cavonte Turpin. It's a difficult situation. It's a different, different situation for a guy that's undrafted to make this team. They got, you know how some people got long ropes, right, you know, for error? For These guys got the shortest ropes possible. And I hope, and this is one thing that I can say if this team do it the right way, Because we've been through this road before, ladies and gentlemen. We've been down this valley before. (laughs) We've been around this block before. It's the stash factor. I hope that that stashing philosophy is just gone. Stop stashing players. If he can play, play them. Don't put this man on a six-year plan. That's what they did with Noah Brown. Put that man on a six-year plan, right? You know, we're gonna put him on a six-year plan. We're gonna stash him, you know, you know. <laughs> we're gonna wait around. We're gonna try to put him at tight end. We're gonna move him from tight end. And some people can say, "Hey, man, that's what you—that's what you're supposed to do with good players, right?" But no, that's bullshit. If the guy can ball. Make Put him out there, man. You know what I'm saying? And if he's better than the other guy, even though you drafted the other guy, but this undrafted guy is just better, then, hey, it's time to cut. But don't stash the man. You know, hey, man, you come down with this hurt knee, man, we're going to put you on the sideline. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm healthy. But no, you're not. We would like to play, but we don't. Get him out there. Let him play. And, and speaking of that, speaking of that, uh, I think there was a, a piece that was done with the surprise cuts. And I think it's from the Fan Nation. I think Mike Fisher runs this page. You can see him on there. You know, I'm just going to talk about the topic lines at the top. Cowboys three surprise cut candidates Jabril Cox, Kelvin Joseph, Tony Pollitt backups, you know, and he put the question mark there, and that's, that's enticing there, but I'm not going to go into the details of the backups because we're going to talk about this. But the first thing I want to say here, the first thing I want to say here, Jabril Cox, you better not stash him, Cowboys. If the brother can play, put him out there. If he performs to a degree where it's Demond Clark, Jabril Cox, and maybe overshone, and you literally see that this, these guys are playing better than Leighton Van Der Esch, then let the best player play. No more of this bull sugar stuff of, hey, man, he was a drafted guy. He was a first-round draft pick. Look, I want to be able to be right with my selection. No. We don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. Play the players who perform the best. Play the players that's getting it out of the mud. Play the players that's looking for zero excuses, not saying that anybody else is giving excuses out here, but we can see that even from a philosophy aspect of it, Tyler Smith is out there working with Von Miller, right? Not saying that other guys are not we can literally see that parson's is trying to work on his craft to get better even if it's von miller tag along bring along that's what i would have been saying shoot hey man my name is michael parson's man i'm I, hey man i'm not just one of the best players that was drafted by the cowboys in the last 10 years but i'm parson's i'm finna go work out man if you DA, you Dorans Armstrong, even if you the other Fihoko, shoot, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. And, and I bet you, you know, hey, I'm finna go work out with Von Miller. Shoot, Tyler Smith was like, hey, I want some too. <laughs> I want to get in on this. Shoot, <laughs> that's what I will be said. So if any of these guys played the player that's in the right position, To win. To get things done. To be that animal. To be that beast out there. So, um, on the offensive side of the corn, in this excerpt right here, he he talked about Tony Pollard's backup. And and the surprise cut, let me just highlight Kelvin Joseph right quick. Y'all know when draft time came around for Kelvin Joseph, hey, let's go get him. You know what I'm saying? Potentials. Higher than giraffe, you know what, right? It's just so high, put John Legend to, science, to shame, right? Just so high, right? But living up to your expectations, are you doing everything and anything to be the best? Not saying that he's not, but the perception equals the reality of it, Right? So when you hear high praises from those who were drafted behind you, a la no, no, Sean Wright, a la even you, when you start thinking of, of guys like Deron Bland, oh, excuse me, even Eric Scott, right? You're hearing noise about other guys, getting it out of the mud. And we only hearing whispers that you are doing well it, 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 it would behoove you to figure out ways to step it up. That's all I'm saying. Because when articles like this is out there, the perception becomes a little bit closer to the reality of how the nation thinks. And then is whispers to the ears of the people that makes the final decisions and they say, well, we will let go of this to elevate that. And that's just the bottom line. Now, granted, he got every reason for this offseason to help scale and get one of those names out there of, hey, I'm making an impact. All it takes is, look, look, Cowboy Nation, all it takes is one INT for, the, for everyone to fall in love with you, Right. One pick, six, that's all you need. You know what I'm saying? But now it says all I need is one mic, one mic. You know, all you need is one opportunity. Uh, Zay says, uh, bottom line, Michael Parsons will lead us to the Super Bowl. Let's talk about these uh, backup running backs, right? Let's talk about this. One. And... And you're right, say you know I, I do smell it, right? I do smell it, and and we just got to make sure that you know that we can get it. And and Michael Parsons should be that guy, if he is, he is literally that person is all off season. Saying that, hey, what I did last year was nothing. I need to elevate my game. I need to do X, Y, and Z better. Then let's go. May the best player is from Tony. Make the roster. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to you, Rev. Appreciate you, man. (laughs) He said, you called me out. Stop trolling. (laughs) Who called you out, man? But uh, neither here nor there. I I I would say this. This this running back approach, and I know people got deep reservations on the running back game. Uh, we, we heard that even uh, I think the Patriots released James Robinson. You know, uh, he's out there on the streets. The, the running backs that's available, even we had the lengthy conversations about the fact that the Cowboys should bring back their, I say, Ezekiel Elliott. You know, and shout out to Zeke mom, daughter. They flying out to Philly for something. You know, y'all can uh, inform me on what's going on there. You know, what's going on in Philly. <laughs> but I, I I would tell you guys that before. Before we do anything, be sure to properly evaluate what you got. Nah. Evaluate Tony Pollard. Evaluate. Malik Davis and say Malik we let the nation down last year if, if, if I'm the head coach when I'm doing the one on ones whatever the exit interviews I, that should be the wordings Malik we let you down but most importantly we let, we let the nation down we didn't give you not one chance, not one opportunity. and if anybody know that's the time you want to give him the opportunity an angry running back that want to prove shoot regardless of whether or not you on you on the Brian Broaddus conversation of it and, and I I wanted to push back on Michael Gallup a little bit about it. But I didn't Gallup. I mean, not Michael Gallup, but Michael Gelkin. I wanted to push back on him a little bit about it. He said the reason why you didn't put Malik Davis out there because of you concerned about his blocking, (laughs) you know, it would have been a different story if the Niners were blitzing, right? You put some fresh legs out there, right? And you keep pounding it when you inside the one or two or inside the five or ten with Zeke. But they went total the opposite way. But as a fan or as a coach or a philosopher, Mm -hmm. both of those ways are not enough excuses for him not to play. It's not enough. Write this down, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone have a reason, but results are what matter. Write this down. Everyone have a reason, but results are what matters. And what matters the most, I'm going into war, technically, with the mindset that I'm thinking big. I'm not thinking small. I'm thinking big picture, ideal type of stuff, right? I'm thinking literally. What you think it's small. We need to be thinking big. You need to be thinking big. You need to be thinking big. Think big. I just want to throw that one in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to think big. So I'm going in there saying, hey, uh, hey, we blood, sweat, and tears, man. We went through a whole lot of stuff this off season." Um get your butt out there and play. And that's the difference between sympathy and empathy. We, gonna, we ain't gonna be doing no simps over here. We ain't doing no sympathy, you know, and, and no no offense to uh this right here. No offense to this, but I'm gonna say it. The mother's love is built around the sympathy aspect of it. Mom, I cut my hand. I can't cut the grass. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I understand. We're going to put a Band-Aid on it. You hear some uh, 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 aspirin or some Aleve, and we'll cut it tomorrow. But that father, I'm just giving you examples. Not saying that all y'all ladies are like that. You see how I clean that up. But in empathy, boy, you put that band aid on it and get out there and cut that grass. You see the difference? But it's 100 degrees, no lip. Put that hat on. Back in my day, it was 112 degrees. You know what I'm saying? The sweat was sweating. Now cut that grass. <laughs> So those are the differences here, and we need to have more of that around here in Cowboys Land from a culture philosophy. No walking on eggshell coaching, right? None of that, hey, that's okay. You install it, you call it, right? None of that. No, we be on the same page. You install it, oh, you got some flaws right here. Let me correct it now, you know. Because that's not how you play against cover for defense. That's not how you attack in this situation. That's when real coaching come around. And, yeah, this, this does not leave Rain Dakota Prescott off the hook for those who are out there thinking. We need the type of coach, even if there were four curls that was called in the huddle or were called from the sideline, and the wide receiver stopped his feet to come and not even come back to the ball because that's the route that was called. You need to have that coach saying, "Yeah, man, it's a pretty good play design, but next time you see that, you run that mother, you know." <laughs> You run to get that first down. We absolutely can't take a turnover inside our own 20. At minimum, we're supposed to be able to kick a field goal. And if you're having issues and doubts and worries about the kicker, you fix that right now. Don't wait for the season to kick off. Right now. Sure, we got unlimited roster roster room right now, right? We got at least four or five spots that's available. There's zero excuses not to have the phone being picked up to have Crosby or, or Gold, whatever the other guy's name. What's that guy's name? Uh, Robbie Gold, or whatever his name is. To put extra pressure on Viscano, however you say that man's name. Come on. Mason Crosby, right? That's his name. It's still available. Yeah, so there should be zero excuses. Zero. Zelch. And made the best kicker win. Last year, y'all had me over here saying Jonathan Garibay. You know what I'm saying? And now he's kicking for the Pelicans or somewhere in Pelican Bay. Is it Max Crosby? I said Mason. My bad. But appreciate you. You know. Yeah, so it it is what it is. So we shouldn't be playing around with our food. We try to win over here. And then when we win over here, I'm still not satisfied. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely not, you know. <laughs> you know, hey man, law, hey man, we won by ten points. Yeah, but baby, hey, it should have been by twenty-two. And he's these are the things. And I, I think that that philosophy came from Jimmy. Some coaches coach even harder when you win. You be like, damn. <laughs> I'm scared to lose if he coaching like this when we're winning. (laughs) It's Mason. Okay, good. Appreciate your shift, man. Appreciate y'all educating me on that. You know, shout out to Denzel Washington, too. (laughs) Today, uh, my guy R. Gravy says today marks 10,000 days since the last Cowboys Super Bowl. Meanwhile, temperatures in Philly been peaking in the 90s, just like the Dallas Cowboys. I feel you, Gravy. And also, if we also look into that same conversation, it took 10,000 days for not even the Eagles to catch up with us, huh? So we can always flip it, you know? So so, so it, it is what it is. It's still 10,000 days and the Eagles only won one Super Bowl with their every year. Have y'all ever noticed, and I know it's not about you, Gravy, but I, now I want to talk about this since you brought it up. Since 96, 97, I've been on this world long enough to know that every year, Eagle fans been saying that their team is better. Their roster is better. They got a better coaching staff. They got the better quarterback. They got the better defense. And they got better, 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 you know? But when I look at the resume, I look at the sheet and everything, and I'm seeing that, yes, you had all of this better coaching, better star-powered players, better receivers, better running backs every year. Name me the year, and I appreciate you. He says, all love, bro. Appreciate you. But I'm not talking about him. I'm just talking about collectively. Name me the year that they didn't say that they were not the better team. So when they won the Super Bowl in 2017, I was sitting there thinking to myself and I was sitting there wondering, hmm, they 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 pull one out. No excuses left on the table. Their whole offensive line got hurt. All of the D-line people got hurt. But they made some moves to put pieces around. They even said that year in 2017 that Carson Wentz was better than Dak Prescott. And, you know, you had to go fight tooth and nail to change their minds, right? But that's a whole other storyline. And they won the Super Bowl. We even said shout out to the Eagles for winning the Super Bowl. But they had the audacity not even to just celebrate that one Super Bowl. They were talking, hey, man, we finna be dynasty, you know. We finna go on a run. I said, hold on, slow your roll. Now, hey, winning one is difficult. It's very difficult to get back there to win another one. But we couldn't even give them a little praise. Have you ever noticed that about them? You, you, you tell them, like, hey, man, you're doing a good job. And then they say, oh, yeah, see, I told you we are better X, Y, and Z. And now it's been, what, seven years. How long it been since? Yeah, it's been seven years, six or seven years now since 2017. My math is off a little bit, but y'all get with what I'm saying? It's about six or seven years, seven years. Yeah, six years now, right? Yeah, six years now. It's hard, ain't it, you know? It won't be long before it be another 10 years, 20 years and then on this pace you it may take you 50 years and even though you made it to the super bowl just last season it was hard wasn't it <laughs> it was hard for jalen hurts to take them to the promised land it's going to be hard for them to go back you know <laughs> <laughs> P- the penguins slow the pigeons. Yeah, pigeons slow your roll. Yeah, easy pigeon slow your roll. Yeah. <laughs> so that is what I'm trying to say to y'all. You know. But neither here nor there. Speaking of that, Eagles Nation, if there is ever such a thing, right? Uh, this is probably where he got it from. Congratulations to the Cowboys on officially achieving ten thousand days without a Super Bowl. 27 years, 4 months, and 17 days. This guy been following the Cowboys, basically. I can guarantee you he probably had a Cowboys shirt, jersey, hat, something like that back in the 90s, kind of like Kevin Hart. You can go see a Netflix series or specials that he was on. He had the Cowboys hat, shirt, flip-flops on and everything else. But now you can't get Kevin Hart to wear any of that. But that goes to show you that. When they start speaking all of these things, secretly down in their hearts, they are cowboys, you know, fans that have switched sides. That is okay, But, you know, my counter to that was basically this right here, ladies and gentlemen, so that y'all can zoom in with me for those that's on my Facebook and beyond. Let me just press this right here, and you can go straight there, and you can read it yourself. You know what I'm saying? But let me go back over so I can read what I said to them. The Eagles scored 35 points in the Super Bowl and set a new record, not an old one, (laughs) for the most points scored by a losing team in the Super Bowl history. Congratulations on that. You know, my sniper gang. Yeah, yes, indeed. We don't miss over here, you know. And then there's a whole season recap. You guys can enjoy that by clicking that link down below. Hey, man, I really appreciate y'all so, so much, man. I thought that I would jump in for about an hour here and give you guys my thoughts on CD Lamb. He's going to step it up once again. We all know CD Lamb. He's that dude, he is that dog out there that's been working hard all offseason, and it's time for him to level up. It's time for him to even get even better because collectively you can say that this technically is a contract year for him, right? Money will be involved around his particular sets of skills that he displays, and we hope that he can stay healthy. You're right. And on top of that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew that the old record was 33, but nobody could score 35 to lose, right? Right, right. Shout out to him. But uh, shout out to you, JT. Yeah, so I'm looking at CD Lab. Continue to do those things, man. Continue to elevate your game. Look, separating people off the screen. Can't even see them on the screen anymore, man. You know, people, somebody going to say, hey, man, Law, you Photoshopped that. No, nope. whoop, get out of there, man. Yeah, so that's who he is. That's who C.D. Lamb is. C. Dangerous Lamb, I can't wait to see this brother. Gear it up and be ready for the 2023 season. And on the on the other notes, on other notes, we got Parsons. For the offseason, I said this while we were live on Boss Land Show. Appreciate both of those boys, Landlord and Boss Cowboy. I'm telling you guys, not selling, but I'm telling you guys that this dude finna gear it up even more for the 2023 season. Appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. The lion is always hungry, and the lion will eat He's been working out all offseason, even if it's boxing you know I, you know I wouldn't be surprised if that brother won't, won't be playing ping pong or something you know what I'm saying he might be playing tennis next week to work on his dexterity and his overall flexibility but cowboy nation this all goes back to dedications and wants Everyone have something that they want out of life right but are you working toward to get it? are you committed? Are you committed to your commitment? Are you looking back at this and saying to yourself, I'm dedicated, I'm disciplined, and I'm consistent? Those are the three ways that it would take for you to elevate your game. Now, people do exactly what they want to do. That's just how it go. People will look at a thing and say, hey, I want to become that. But are they grinding to do such? hmm? What is your reason? Why do you want to be all that you can be? What ticks you off? What thing make you mad when you don't achieve it? How much work are you putting in to get out the results? They said even a prize fighter, even when he's down, he continue to swing, unless you're Nate Robinson, right? (laughs) But you continue to swing because you know that there's a puncher's chance. All it takes is one hit to the jaw ball, to the back of the head. to the nose, and everything can crumble. What are you doing to get there? All right, Andrew Tate, yeah, that too. (laughs) Five championships, let's go get another one. Yes, you're right, Rev. My guy Ramsey, not Jalen. Devin though. He said his coach, shout out to him. Shout out to Top G, appreciate you. Shout out to you Dale Ryan, no no phone calls today. But your dedication and your persistence, your persistence, your determination, we'll get you on the next time we're live like 95. And write these things down, if you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for to work day and night for, it, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep. If all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired, and it makes you hold everything tauty and cheap. If life itself seems empty and useless without it, and all that you scheme and dream is about it, ain't that right, Tony Montana? If you will gladly go out there and sweat for it, fret for it, and plan, and lose all terror of your mind, ain't this right, Tim? And Greg, Barry, if dogged the grim and besiege and beset with the help of Almighty, you will get it. Yes. Shout out to you, Ramsey. I'm just calling you out, man. I'm giving you shots out, man. Devin. Devin Ramsey, like, hey, wait a minute, now hold on. I'm not jailing though. <laughs> Shout out to you, Sadiq. One love to y'all, man. I'm getting on up out of here before the FBI. Oh, dog. Whoa, you missed now, you know. Once you miss, it's on you now. Gotcha. <laughs> my swad, baby, you know. <laughs> but appreciate y'all, man. One love, DC for life. Not for short. Y'all check out the new merch. Let me know if y'all like it. I'm See, this is my plan. I'm going to have the hat with the sayings you know listening to nothing but the best you know y'all let me know if y'all like that concept you know it's just concept it's just concept appreciate y'all Dwayne Brown appreciate you damn damn let's go baby I need to get a hat that says baby yo Whoa. Give me yeah. Yeah. yeah come on haha <laughs> Need to get a hat to say, run it up, huh? (laughs) Come on. Maybe I just run it up. Just maybe, baby. Roll those credits. Appreciate the love and adulations for the nation. Shout out to you, Louise. Come on. Mama said there'll be days just like this. Ain't that right to live? Come on. Hey. Kevin, appreciate you. John Zay. Brande. Black Lion. Boy, we need somebody named to be Alizea here, too. Come on. Come on. Shout out to NBA H. Day. Come on. Hey. Who will love? So over it. Salute to you. Now. Still the same, now now about Law the switch Sniper. What hey. I mix Nike with the hey, hey, hey. On a serious note, I'm a, I'm a proud gun owner. And I know we live in the state of Texas and no... No uh, shade or anything at people who tote guns, who are afraid of guns, and especially in light of the Allen, Texas. I, I had somebody to hit me up with a long, a long, 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 long report detail of that. And, you know, when we play the gunshots, man, y'all get what we're saying. You know, you know, guns don't kill people, though. Crazy people do, right? People that's, that, that don't know how to handle their peace. That's why we call it the peacemaker kill people you know what I'm saying guns don't do a thing to people so I'm 1000% love the right to bear arms and some of you all need to as well I'm just saying don't let them take your guns now baby come on and no no shame or shade if you disagree with me I'm just saying I got mine Come on. Yeah. Kinda check a song. Lady, I just wanna run it up. Hey, come on. And that's not and that's not political talk as well. That's just being real, man. Come on, y'all. Come on. Lady, just wanna run it up. DC for life, baby. Fatality D. Lady, I just wanna run it. <laughs> It just made me think, man. You run up in here and you think that I'm going to call police first. No, 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 no. Fatality. (laughs) We up out, man. What love. Let's slow it down on another note, though. Let's slow it down for y'all, man. Let's slow it down one time for your mind. Let's get it. Come on. Let's slow it down. Hey. The only guy on YouTube that can play a slow music (laughs) to a highlight. Shout out to you, Patrice. One love. Tell those eagles that. <laughs> Come on. Where that street light at y'all? you. could I be yeah y'all saw that (laughs) he rolls out to the sideline yeah that's sniping over there watch that street light (laughs) don't let it hit you baby Sniper Y'all saw no flag on that play, right? Don't let the uh. streetlights get you Could might be on play here you I'm follow Wherever you go Wherever you go So far. So far, so far if a baby great can fly. Then forever doesn't feel that far. So far, so far if a baby great can fly until next time fly on, DC fly on, fly, on, fly, on, fly on for fly on life. And yes, uh, yeah, me and Shango, we, we got uh some plans uh to meet up in Oxnard and, and do some great, great content and collab. So yeah, y'all stay tuned. Stay very tuned to this. Let's go. Shout out to Shango, he he the godfather, man. He he yeah, that that, that Shango, he he the real one. Yeah. yes sir you have to be your biggest fan hit that like and share and are subscribe really tough, and really rough, we about nothing's working but there's something inside of you that says I just have to follow that because you don't rewind know you gang you salute you, the truth, you can't handle the truth shout out to you miss Jackie. Oh, and I just want to say this, too. Uh, She's she's one of the mods, and and I'm telling you, every day she hit me up with a good word of prayer, praise, and uh, inspiration, and I I really appreciate it. You get me through some dark times, Miss Jackie. I appreciate you so much. One love. She consistent. Dedicated. Lisa, too. Lisa, too. Shout out to you, too, Lisa. And Sadiq. All, all of the ladies, man. Yeah, I really appreciate y'all. the next time.